You're listening to Good Lad Unscripted with your host. <laughs> I wrote an article last week and posted it on Good Lad Unscripted. It was titled, Getting the Genie Back in the Bottle. And really what it was, it was uh, pull my pants down, show the world that I'm a great big loser. <laughs> uh, really what happened is I had set a goal to do 1,000 push-ups on my 57th birthday. Uh, the birthday came, I did 1,007 push-ups. I took a couple days off to rest from the training. And then family came and... All these other reasons that I, that I wrote in the article. But after I wrote the article and we let it sit for a couple of days, I started thinking about it because I'm coming back. Uh, but the comeback is just not what I expected it would be. I've got Anna with me here, my wife, and we're going to talk about this because we both trained for this 57th birthday thing. Anna did 635 knee push-ups that yep. day. Uh, and then we both fell off the grid. Now, I blamed it on family. It wasn't just family. It was a bunch of other things that came up. We're, we're taking classes to get licensed uh, to foster to adopt. Uh, and so there's a lot of homework with that as well as the classes each week. Uh, you know, there's getting our home ready uh, for children that may come. There's all these things, right? Yeah. But really at the end of the day, it's not that, is it? No, we finally, which is... We just nailed it down this we morning. We just nailed it down this morning, which is what you need in order to move forward. You know, we all have all these excuses, but excuses are there all the time. And really what it was is your birthday was this huge... Goal. Goal, yes. And so before that, we were just as busy, but we made time because the goal was coming and there was no way that you were not going to do a thousand push-ups on your birthday. Right, and that was the magical thing. Because when, when I started, when we started training for this in January, we didn't miss any workouts. But uh, as we got closer to the goal, mm-hmm. and, you know, it was like, okay, this thing is looming, and you want to make sure that you, you hit it. You get one chance to get this right. Right. And so the training, we've got more and more disciplined. Mm-hmm. We got more focused. I mean, um, you even had uh, oral surgery uh, uh, on your tooth, and you came back from it, and you, right. you went right back right. to it. You know we didn't, that didn't slow us down. Yep. You know, yep. Yep. Uh, and the oral surgery wasn't to make me do more push-ups. It was just something that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it sound like I got some sort of an implant or something <laughs> made me do more push-ups, or took some teeth out so I'd be lighter or something. <laughs> but it was uh, really what it is. Is I, 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 you know, we sat at breakfast this morning. We've started back. We've had some a couple limp-wristed workouts, mm-hmm. okay, uh, kind of bringing, you know, comeback workouts, right? But still, things are still getting in the way. Part of that, I believe, is habitual. Once you just get in the habit of not blocking off that time and doing the workout, uh, it takes work. You know, it right. takes, it's going to take a couple of weeks' work uh, where you make, your, make, make the time, you mm-hmm. know, as inconvenient or difficult as it is, you set that goal and you go. Prioritize. Yeah, you prioritize. And then after that, it becomes, you know, you start to have some success. You start feeling better. Then it's easier to go Mm -hmm. because you're getting that reward. But what keeps you going? And this is the problem that I've always run into. And what I've always said before, you know, we talked about this at breakfast and we decided to have a show about it because I know a lot of other people are dealing with the same thing. Mm -hmm. I used to be a competitive athlete. You used to be a competitive athlete. Uh, this push-up challenge that that we set for ourselves, th- this thing was it was, on, amazing. was on par with that. That's yes. a big deal, you yes. know. Uh, and so, and so that intensity, it felt so good to be a part of something like that again. 
Yeah. You know, and then coming back and just working out for the sake of working out, it just seems, you know, what comes to, you know, children, when it comes to family, when it comes to business, it's just so easy to set that aside. Right. But the truth is we can carve an hour out of every day. We can carve 30 minutes out of every day. The workouts we do really don't take much longer than that. Yeah. We can carve that time out every day quite easily. Easily, yeah. Right. If you look at all the little, and this is the thing. If you dissect, We do other things, yeah. Right. If you dissect your day and look at, okay, you know, could I cut the Facebook off here mm-hmm. and capture, recapture 10 minutes? Right. You know, could I, you know, maybe a conversation on the phone or something, could you cut that off? Could I sacrifice that? Yes. You know, and you look at, you know, the, the, the television show maybe I watched, did I really need to watch that show? Did that p- propel me forward? You know, does that... And so really what it is, is it becomes this thing. And, and we're busy people. We punch out at least 60 hours a week of work each. Mm-hmm. But we can still find an hour in there to go to the gym. Yeah, because we're, we're less busy now without the magazines, but now we're busy getting our house ready for our kids <laughs> and, so, yeah. and doing homework and it, a whole other, you And know, we've got some amazing things happening with the clothing, clothing business, right. and, and so that's taking a lot of time. And, but, but here's the thing, too, Terry, I wanted to point out, is that in the past, in my 20s and my 30s, um, yeah, well, so that's just recent past? <laughs> you know, last week. <laughs> um, especially in my 30s, competition kind of took over there, but um, it was so much about how I looked. The motivation in itself was about looking a certain way. You know, and when you've been working out for 20 years, you kind of build a, a base, and so... I, you know, I kind of get away with not working out. That's the problem. That is the problem. Because the thing is, is that now at 41, I really don't. Because what happens is I start getting stiff. My low back, you know, Mm -hmm. starts bugging me. And then I don't have as much energy. That's what I notice the most. And then when you're coming back, you have to recover for, you know, uh, like yesterday I had to take a nap for, to recover from the workout the day before. That was a silly workout. It wasn't even a big deal. Are your goals based then on how you look? Is that, is that your prime motivator? And that's the thing. It used to be, mm-hmm. but it's not anymore. Right. You know, um, because I can't afford, because... I look fine. You do. <laughs> I look fine, but that's you know that doesn't matter. Um, I need to work out, do something every day, something active, even if it's even if it's just a little jog with the dogs or whatever. I need to do something active every day because it makes me feel good. But there has to be a benchmark there. Like for me at fifty-seven, what it is is. I still want to be able to, you know, fight as well as I did 10 years ago. I still want to be able to, you know, be agile and run and do all the things that I'd like to do. And, yeah. you know, for me, that's a, that's a benchmark of vitality, health. You know, we're, we're slowing down the, the aging process like that. So, so of course, there's, there's food and like that that's all involved in that. But, but when I don't have that goal. Now, I have a goal. The goal is to be healthy and to live a long time. That's... And I wrote an article about this. Now I'm just reminding myself. I wrote an article about this, about goals. It's, it's such a broad goal that it doesn't motivate you to no, get it, up. No, if it's yeah. so far into the future, it's really just a wish. It's not a goal. A right. goal is an operative thing. It's a thing that, you know, it's a thing that you can see. 
Yeah. Now, depending, and I and my contention is, and and I, you know, Tom Tom Richardson introduced me to this concept many years ago, and it, it's something that's worked for me. And what it is is, you know, if I can see the goal, then it's a goal. If I can't see it. Right. In the immediate future, at some point, then it's not a goal. It's just a wish. Is that why you got your watch? <laughs> we'll talk about the watch in a minute. <laughs> This watch is awesome. <laughs> uh, it, it, the watch starts giving you shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I got a heart rate monitor because uh, I want to see where... I, because I, I, I can push myself well beyond where I should, and then I have a hard time recovering, and it's not always healthy, you know, to guy my age, right? And so... I got a heart rate monitor so that I can monitor how hard I'm pushing myself when I'm running or, or doing things. Because I can go up close to 200 and still be training. And I really shouldn't be going over 170, right? So, so, uh, so I got the heart rate monitor. Well, <clears throat> then I have to carry my phone around with me when I'm running. And, and I've got a six plus and it's this big box that I've got in my hand when I'm running. It's an annoying. So, so I've been whining about the polar, the polar M400 watch <laughs> for months This thing pairs with, uh, it's a Bluetooth uh, heart rate monitor that I've got, and this pairs with the heart rate monitor. Yep. So I got the watch, spent a couple hours hooking it all up, getting it all configured and stuff like that. It was one of these techie things that I enjoy doing. And so anyway, yesterday... Without the manual. Yeah, <laughs> without the manual, because I refused to look at the manual, right? Uh, I had to, though, at one point. It was in the first sentence. What I needed was in the first sentence. It's just that, I, I, you know, it was a fight between my pride and the manual. <clears throat> But uh, I'm sitting here yesterday, and what I didn't realize is the watch is also an activity tracker. And so I'm sitting here yesterday, wasn't feeling well, uh, had some back spasms from the weekend. Yep. <laughs> uh, a little girl jumped out of a loft, and I tried to catch her. And <laughs> Our friend's little daughter. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's on the loft. <laughs> Help me down, I'll go slow, and then she just leaps into my arms. <laughs> so anyway, my back was a little cranked up, and... And uh, my stomach wasn't feeling right, and so I took the day off yesterday. But they've got programs in this Polar Flow website, so you set up a program. So you and I are going to do a 5K race in, I think, November 19th. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I told you that yet. Mm -hmm. But right now we're doing <laughs> we're doing this 5k race right so in and uh and so it, it gives you a training program to follow well yesterday i didn't do the training program and so anyway i'm sitting here working away and all of a sudden the watch starts giving me these messages that i've got to <laughs> of what i've got to do it's like like he says starts giving me crap right I'm, i'm supposed to go do this stuff so so anyway it's a it's a nice reminder but back to the goals the idea is november 19th is off in the distance if i don't do the race Nobody would know. Nobody, well, now they would, but nobody would know. Nobody would care. And so there's nothing there that I'm held accountable for, right? Right. <clears throat> Things like this goofy watch actually reminds me every day. Right. Like I have to, because that's inherent in people. That's why we like to do to-do lists. We like to tick stuff off the to-do list. Right. It's the same thing with this. So this is something that I'm going to use and see if this works. But back to the goal thing, the goals... My goal, and I wrote this article about setting goals and goals that help me. I can't remember the name of the or title of the article now, but it's what goals that work or something like that. Mm -hmm. Really what it is, is it's not just long-term and short-term goals. Goals should be set based on your level of discomfort. So if there's family here and it's easy to blow off the day, you might have to set a goal in the next hour, I'm going to go do this. Right. If you're on the treadmill and you're doing intervals, 
and it's 30 second intervals and you're at 27 seconds and you feel like you're going to, like your legs aren't going to go anymore. That goal might only be three seconds long. Right. It might only be a second long, you know, if you're holding your head underwater or something like that. So the, the length of the goal is dependent upon your discomfort or your distraction or your temptation or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. And so I don't have those goals. And I, I wrote the article. It's a great article. It's, it's, it's how I've always set goals. But I really stepped away from that after that big goal. I took a little break and then mentally just disengaged. And really what you need to do... Is set a new one. Is set a new one, but set it before the first one's finished. Right. Be thinking about the next one and so that you've got a plan. I remember I, I, I learned to do that after my shows. Well, I was going to say, remember every one of your competitions. Yeah. And this is so common with physique competitors yeah. that, you know, in bikini or, or, or figure or whatever it is, yeah. that you have the show. And then after the show, it's like a ship without a rudder. You're just blowing around out there not knowing what to do, you know, your body gets out of hand and now it's this panic race to get back and shape right. for the next show. Right. But, you know, you, you used to do that. You well, I learned on my first or second season, yeah, that you, you, you have to. You have to have a go. It could be a photo shoot. It could be a vacation. It could be, yeah. But you have to have a plan for mm -hmm. after the show, right? Mm -hmm. Now, and having a plan without a goal, how does that, how does that work? Well, it's easy to blow it up, right. <laughs> especially when you're so strict for so long and you're like, oh, you know, I'm waiting to have a fun time. Because there's then, always something else right. or someone else that will come up and it's just too easy mm -hmm. unless, unless you look in the mirror and go like, oh, my God, what the heck happened? Then all right. of a sudden we're all excited again right. because there's a comfort zone. Yes. And whenever we get outside of that comfort zone, either greater than or less than, we want to get back into that comfort zone subconsciously. Right? That's correct. And so even when we're looking really, really good, we think, ah, what the heck? Instead of saying, no, I want to look better, mm -hmm. or I want to run faster, or I want to lift more, you know, we go, no, we're, we're doing good. Mm -hmm. So I can have this cake, or I can take the night off, <laughs> you know? So or what are you going to do? Wine. So I, I have an idea what I'm doing. I've got my polar watch at my side here <laughs> telling me, uh, well, it's not telling me anything right now, but I'm sure it will pretty soon if I don't do something. <laughs> Have you named her yet? <laughs> no. And if I did, I wouldn't tell you what the name it's is. It's going to be a Latin name, I <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> you know it will. <laughs> the, the, she our, keeps our, telling you what to do. Our GPS is, gar is Carmen. Yeah. Car Carmen the Garmin. Which happens to be my mom's name, so I don't know if there's any relation, but, you know, not gonna, I'm not going to ask. So what are you doing for goals? How are you going to work your goals? Well, I'm doing this race on November 19th. <laughs> <laughs> you just found out. No, uh, the thing is, is uh, I have a, this new passion for running, actually. And it's really interesting because I haven't run since, since college. Um, well, now much. you've got a heart rate monitor and you can carry your iPhone around. I could. And I bet you within a week you want a polar watch. <laughs> But what's going to happen is, obviously, I'm going to be doing this training with you. Um, I, I just know for myself how I want to feel, you know? And so, to me, I work really well with routines, and I'm putting myself in, in many routines right now. We're getting ready for our kids, mm -hmm. and our freedom of artist's life <laughs> is going <laughs> to be taken away. But it actually, I work really well with that. And uh, the days that we're not going to run, I, I do my functional training. And I actually, 
I still love the training we did for the push-up challenge. Mm -hmm. I still love that training. It's my favorite. I'm no longer really interested in bodybuilding-style training. Like, mm -hmm. even leg day, yeah, you know, once in a while, but there's nothing I can't do at a functional training gym that shape, shape my legs the, the exactly the, the way I want to. I think the functional training is fun. It's fun. And it changes all the time. And it's a simple challenge. I, I should probably... Basically, what we did to get ready for this thing, <clears throat> excuse me, there's two ways that we set up our exercises and how we would measure them. Uh, one of them was time, and the other one, uh, well, I guess they're all time. So basically, with push-ups, we would start at the, we'd, we'd set our, our phone down there with the, with the stopwatch. We'd start at the top of the minute we start doing push-ups, mm -hmm. perfect form push-ups. And when you can't do any more, when you when you fail and you and you physically can't do another one with good form, you stop. Whatever is left of that minute, you rest. At the top of the next minute, you start doing push-ups again. Yep. And you just go until you hit a pre-prescribed number. So before we would train, it'd say, okay, today I'm doing 100 push-ups, I'm doing 400 push-ups, I'm doing 500 push-ups, whatever we would choose. We predetermine that. And then it's just a matter of how much time it takes you. And now, now you, I'm doing that with my squats and deadlifts right. and pull-ups and, you we know. We do with virtually, virtually every anything. exercise like yeah. that that you would do for reps. Yeah. Now, the other one that we do, like if we're pushing a sled mm -hmm. or we're doing battling ropes or jumping on boxes, we do that for time. Right. So it's 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off until you hit a certain number of how many ever sets you want to do. So if I say I'm going to do 10 rounds, that's 10 rounds of 30 seconds on, right. 30 seconds off. And, you know, it's so fun. It, it The time just flies by. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of like when you do, when you jog on the treadmill versus sprinting on the treadmill. When you sprint, the time flies. When you jog, is like watching sprint paint dry. In, sprint intervals, yeah. Yeah, intervals. And so... Um, I, I just love it, and I love what it does for my body, and it changes right away. And also, I love how I feel. Like I feel, I'm, I'm more agile. You know, I, I, my runs are better because mm -hmm. of it. So, so that's my plan, Terry. Well, that kind of training is for endurance. Again, I wrote another article on Good Light Unscripted about how much time do you need to rest between sets, and and that kind of training is an endurance style of training. And well, that's one of the things, I'll be honest, that I realized is that before I used to take too much time between sets. Mm -hmm. And I, probably that is the biggest difference that this kind of training has made is that because you have your stopwatch there, you have to go, you know, and I'm competitive, so I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not going to take too long. And so I think that in itself has changed my body so much. And that's why... You know, it's 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 more fit. Well, and what I love about that kind of training too, like before, if I was doing a set of ten reps, you know, I'd load up what I thought I would do for ten reps, and then I'd, I'd do that ten and I would stop. But I came up with that ten reps. That doesn't mean that's where my body was finished. It means that's where my mind was finished. And the Navy SEALs have this thing where when you think you're finished, your body is only forty percent finished. Right. And so. You know, I, I listened to that and I watched a video on it on YouTube and it's like, okay, you know. And so this kind of training really pushes you because you really do go to failure, yep. you know, where your body really can't do another, you know, you could squeeze out a few more with bad form, but we don't do bad form, right? So, 
So you just, whatever you can do with good form, and when you think you can quit, just do one more, just do one more, you know? And, and there's an incentive there because if you don't push, like, okay, if I could stop at 20, you know, but my body could do 30, I'd rather do the 30 because then it's less time than I have to be doing this, you know? Definitely. And so I always push it. And then what happens is you start to, again, when I used to bodybuild, style training you know if I say I'm doing 10 invariably at eight they start to burn you mm-hmm. know nine is a tough one and 10 is always my last one mine is very powerful then I'll put another 90 pounds on and it's the same thing mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and so it becomes this more of a psychological block rather than a physical block absolutely with this that psychological block goes away and I also think, you know, as we get older, we're more prone to injuries. And if we're lifting heavy... Yeah, and doing this, there are no injuries. Exactly. You just, to me, it's more about shaping the body and mm-hmm. being agile. And, you know, with my body shape anyway, like if I, if I do very heavy, mm-hmm. it just, it really, I get more bulky than anything, you know. Yeah. Um, it Which is only good on, on glute training. Really. <laughs> yes. But, you know, I can get the same thing. I get, I get the same fullness by training this way. Right. And if, if I go very heavy on squats, because we sit a lot in front of the computer, you have, you know, you're prone to your low back, you know, getting sore and things like that. And I, you know it, what? I just got an idea. I could set my watch that every 30 minutes I do, you know, 100 air squats. That would be a great idea. Yeah, I got that was a butterfly moment. Sorry. Just at the office here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But the thing is, you know, I'll going take back, a picture of that and put it on Facebook. <laughs> going back to goals, uh, then the goal becomes because the workouts are so gratifying. Uh, the goal just becomes just doing the workouts because it's fun, and, and and then along with it, you know, the endurance is just crazy. Like I was shocked at at how my endurance improved, and then that along with running, and you don't, you know, the the big worry was, well, gosh, I'm going to get really skinny, and you don't. That wasn't my worry. <laughs> Only guys worry about that. Well, I didn't want to get really skinny because at the end of the day, you, you, uh, you're still stressing those muscles lots of times. And I go back and I think about it theoretically. Yes, I was moving more weight, but was I pushing beyond what my body had adapted to? And because that's when growth happens, right? And so if I do the same weight, you know, the same number of reps basically every workout, which, of course, you can't add five pounds every week because we'd all be squatting 20,000 pounds after, you know, all these years, right? Absolutely. So you, you reach a point there where progress starts to slow. You do more and more work for less, you know, diminishing returns, right? Mm-hmm. The and so with this, it really doesn't work that way because you don't, you know, I focused on push-ups, so I did those most of my workouts, but... Now I don't. It's just you can do virtually anything. We, you know, we were at the beach in San Clemente, and you can do, there's monkey bars and stuff there. You can do dips. You can do pull-ups. You can do all that stuff. You can have a workout run the beach. We, we have workouts at home. We have workouts in hotel rooms, you know? Very easy to fit, fit in. Yeah. yeah, you can fit it in almost anywhere because you can do almost anything, you know? Mm-hmm. You can jump rope really fast for 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. You know, you can do jumping jacks for 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. You know, you can do anything, really. You can what else, Terry? This. I could go down. It's an extensive list. <laughs> You're so good to get it for that. My point is you can do, you can apply this to anything. And, uh, and, and you can do it almost anywhere. And, and so, and it's great too because you can do things that incorporate, uh, incorporate more 
muscle groups rather than just focused on just one. And right. So it's great for overall body fitness. It was the best shape I've been in probably my whole entire life. Yes. You know? And it, like I said, you feel great and your body changes fast. Yeah. You know, I, I, I did this workout with my friend Connie when she was in town a few weeks ago and she is in great shape. She trains really hard and Connie's a stud. Yes. And at the end of the workout, she's like, holy, you know, yeah. I'm going to incorporate this to, with some of my clients. Yeah. You know, it, if you don't have a lot of time as well, it's, it's a great, great, great way to, to work hard. So anyway, I'm excited. I'm excited we're back. But I want to go back and talk about goals now. Uh, because this is something I've been thinking about this morning is, okay, I don't have another 57th birthday coming up. Well, the thing What's is, the is that that's very useful. For anybody that goes into a body transformation, when they get there, I was talking to a friend the other day and, and she told me, I lost 11 pounds, you know, mm -hmm. but she, and she told me, but of course I still have things to tone up. And I said, it, it never ends. You're never there. Like, it's never finished. It's never finished. But what's a motivating goal for you? I'm, I'm trying to think about what is going to motivate me that's more important than, you know, the things that come up. Mm -hmm. You know, when, when family, because mom and dad are coming back again, hopefully this before the end of the year. Right. What is going to stop me from, you know eating that amazing food and just hanging out with them, you know, just taking an hour away <laughs> from that. My parents love to party. <laughs> and then I love you, we, mom and dad. We go, you know, of course they're visiting. The Brazilians, so, right? Yeah, so we go to a restaurant or we're home and then they're like, what are you going to have to drink? You know, because they, uh, they mean alcohol. And no, you know, dad, I'm not going to have... What is wrong? You're not feeling good? <laughs> and I'm like, oh my goodness. And it, it, it's not like they get drunk. No, but they just, that's just part of what you do. It's right? part of the fun. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that, that's true. We're going to need to be very prepared for that. So what is a goal that you would set for yourself? I'm, I'm trying to think about what I want to do. Now, of course, this race, if I have this, you know, if, I'm, if I commit to that race on November 19th. You have already committed, right? In my head? Yeah. 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 Because for me... I, I set it up in my Polar Flow program already. I'm following the routine. I missed my first workout yesterday because I wasn't feeling well. Oh, well, for me, the race would be very motivating. I'm really excited oh, to do it. You want to do race. it with me? Yes. Okay. It's Absolutely. here in Vegas. And, and the cool thing about these 5K races is that it's, most of them are for some sort of a charity thing. Yeah. And so it's cool because you get to go out and it's a social thing, right? I, I miss doing, you know, I've always been a competitor my whole life. I used to jump horses and then I got into fitness. So are you going to try to beat me then? No, just... Are we going to run across the <laughs> finish line hand in hand? Aw, of course. With that, with that music playing in the background, that <laughs> chariots of fire thing? Probably. Sweet. <laughs> no, uh, what I'm saying is just being a part of an event. You know, that, yeah. that is exciting. But there's the other stuff we have to do. Like what? It's not just the running. You know, we, we have right. to do the other stuff too, the other weight training and conditioning training that we do. Well, it's... So what's your goal going to be? Hey, is that why you called me here today yeah, to do yeah, this yeah. podcast? Let me, let, me get this, let me get this flashlight on you here. <laughs> this is an intervention now. It's no longer a podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think of what I want for a goal. I think what it's going to be is just that, that, that I think I'm just going to block off that time every day and then the goal becomes fulfilling that, that promise... You know, like, because I'm one of those guys, right? If I say I'm doing this at 2 o'clock, I'm doing that at 2 o'clock. Right. 
And so I think it's just got to be that for now. It's just that I'm doing this and this is what I and do And I think day. once we run, we run that race, we look for another race. The thing is, is that the running is part of the training for the race, but the functional training is part of the training to stay healthy when you run. Because if you just run and all the And you want to look good when you're signing autographs after, right? <laughs> No, but for my body, that's true. If I yeah. only run and I don't balance it out with then, some work, it, it, it doesn't work. My hips start getting off, you know, balance and things mm -hmm. like that. And so I have to be at the gym. But honestly, and your hips I'm, don't lie. I'm really excited. <laughs> did you have coffee this morning? I don't think I did. I had a good sleep, though. <laughs> Our dogs kept us up half the night. Oh, my goodness. Because Anna thought it would be a really good idea to feed them right before bed. So I think you know, they were four times. They four were, times they had to go out. Yes. Four times. Four times that I the, took. The cool them. part was that they didn't do it all at once. They intermittently spaced them throughout the night. When so Ellie we went never outside, had to, we never had to just lay there and sleep for longer than maybe an hour. Did you take them too? Yeah. I, I, you were sleeping while the movie was on. And, oh, and, okay, that early. And they needed to go out. Hmm. When I took Ellie out, there was a cat. Um, out there and she, she was really Maybe I'm just punch drunk <laughs> she was really scared of the cat and I don't blame her the cat was like her size were you scared too? <laughs> no I told him to go did you pee while you were out there? No. <laughs> that's good because I don't want to hear from the neighbors again Okay. <laughs> uh, listen, we're uh, we're gonna go and uh, hit the gym, and we're gonna do our first run today, right? Yes. Our first run is a easy thirty minute run today. I'm excited. Are you? Yeah. Listen, it's been great talking to you guys. We're gonna be back in a couple of days with another show. 